Yeah. Just, you know, everything feels weird. I mean, it's like, I felt like I was in that cage for weeks. But it can still be okay, right? I, I can still get into the swing of things. Like, prom's coming up. I, I was so hoping Larry would ask me. We would make such a splash of... Oh. Oh, God. He hasn't asked someone else, has he? Amy, three things we have to talk about. One, Larry's gay. Two, Larry's dead. And three, high school's kind of over. Hey there, all you cats and kittens. It's episode 110 of Revisiting Sunnydale. I am Camila. I'm Marcella. We're still doing this thing and we're still loving it. And this is like coming into today is like one of our most favorite episodes. Yes. Like sixth season is is a doozy. It really is. And we're like coming. We're like revving up. Tick, 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 tick. Like on the roller (laughs) coaster. We're on that roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. We're almost to the top. And then we're just going to whoo. Uh huh. So many loops and turns to be had. Um, stuff is about to get really nasty. So, <laughs> yep. Buckle up. I'm going to go ahead and give you the places to find us on the interwebs. We're on Facebook, Revisiting Sunnydale, on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, and the podcast lives on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and Player FM. Do the things to let it's us everywhere. know that you love us. Yes. Um, big news today, and in my in my life, I deleted my Facebook account. <gasps> <laughs> Why? I am over it all. It's just just too much. It's no. It no longer brings me joy. Like Facebook, mm-hmm. was, for me, was like a place to find funny things and you know say funny stuff or just like we talk about pop culture and you know blah 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 blah. And I understand there's a lot of things on everybody's mind right now. That's understandable, but I every time I log in there, it's just like the same stuff. And because you know, because my my friends list was so heavily curated, it's like you know we're all just kind of preaching to the choir, you know. Right. So right. it's almost it's like we're all basically in the same sense and you know the same boat. And let, except you know, for except, that one that you're like, how the fuck right, am I exactly. still friends with you? Right, exactly. Like you get those, <laughs> some rando that pops right. in that you haven't heard from in years. Like when did I even accept your friend request? Right, <laughs> <laughs> like somebody from high school or something. So it was like, yeah, and I just like I was like I just I can't do what it you anymore. Do with all your pictures, uh, you can download your you can um your everything that you posted. Like, like quickly, uh, it takes a couple hours. Um, you put in the request and then it took like a couple hours for them to send back an email. Like, okay, your file is ready to download and it does it in a zip drive. And okay. And and all your photos and everything. Yeah. Your your photos, uh, pages you liked and all that kind of stuff. Like it's all there and it's all very, uh, well organized. It's the photos that I'm most worried about because sometimes I would put photos up there and not save them to my phone for some stupid reason. That's weird. How does that even work? (laughs) I would just upload it and then I would delete it off my phone thinking, well, it'll be, you know. It'll live on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, shit, where's that? 
where is that picture? And then I'm like, no, seriously, where is it? Since we don't develop film anymore. I know. But that's yeah. like, because that happened, because of that, I am so meticulous about like my photos being saved in like triple kit place <laughs> cataloging and you've got a uh, stick right like yeah. a usd stick right, in a exactly. safe deposit box in a <laughs> bank and so anyway that's enough about my my that's life that's the state of the world right <laughs> that is the state of the world i don't want to talk about well yeah i mean social media is just too much like even <sighs> Even Instagram starting to get on my nerves. Like Instagram was so I could look at the pictures that you take of your food. Right. Your dog, your kids, and your vacation. I don't know that I need to hear your political statements. And yeah, and especially if I got to click see more. Like I'm right. (laughs) Just make me laugh. I mean, I know it's all important. It it is all important, but it's just sometimes I just feel like, I don't know. Again, like it just seems like to me a lot of us because we we choose who we want to follow and who follows us and like I don't I have a a protected Instagram account so I definitely get to choose who follows me so it's not yeah. like so again it's just I feel like it's preaching to the choir because most of these people we all have the same political views and right. that's not necessarily spreading the word right to those who need to hear it but I mean Twitter you know, I'm cool with it still being on all, all, you know, still all that stuff being on there because that seems like to be a more wide range. And it just, you know, so more I'm still news. on Twitter. Yeah, I'm still on Twitter. I'm still on Instagram and LinkedIn for whenever I remember that I'm on LinkedIn. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, LinkedIn. I mean, I have it for work, but I don't really use it. Now I very rarely post anything on on LinkedIn. I forget to go there until I realize there's 65 notifications on right. my phone screen. I'm like. What for what? What even? What app is that? Oh, it's LinkedIn. Somebody looked at your profile. We're not right. going to tell you. We're not going to tell you who because we want right. you to pay us. Like, well, don't. I don't care. Unless it was George <laughs> Lucas looking at my profile, wondering if I got. <laughs> don't don't talk to me. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Season six, episode eight, smashed. Original air date, November 20th, 2001, written by Drew Z. Greenberg, directed by Turi Meyer. That's a new name. Right. Uh, Willow turns Amy the Rat into her old self. Jonathan, Warren, and Andrew steal a diamond, and Spike discovers something unexpected about Buffy. (laughs) That sounds dirty. (laughs) This is the longest intro ever like the previously on we go oh back my God. to like season three to like yeah. they're showing us when amy became a rat this goes exactly. on for so long right and it, i don't think it was really necessary but i guess you know they took a long pause on telling us re- reminding us that hey remember amy the rat right <laughs> she's, she's still there willow's still taking care of her <laughs> which so, come on Mm-mm. So our guest stars Amber Benson as Tara, Elizabeth Ann Allen as Amy, Danny Strong, Adam Bush, and Tom Link as our trio, Jonathan Warren and Andrew. We start off with Buffy interrupting just a regular old mu- mugging. The humans. Are there no beat cops in Sunnydale? Like, And these people, this is the, the most calm mugging ever. Yeah. Like these people are just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. Maybe we can make some kind of deal, some kind right. of arrangement. Give you anything you want. Like, okay. How are you living? Like, anything I want? I know. Right. Right? I just wanted your purse. But, I mean, if we're negotiating. We're talk- right. We're talking big. Big stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then so Spike long. interrupts her. 
<laughs> yes. For no, I don't even know why. Like, what, what, what the hell was he doing? I guess he was just out and about stalking her. I think he does a lot of lightweight stalking of Buffy. And can we, like, what did these muggers think? Like, they just got their asses beat. <laughs> Are they just going to go home like, that really strong girl just beat the shit out of us? Probably. You have to go reevaluate. superhero girl? Like, what is this town? Who is, what is happening here? And those people that they were, you know, trying to fit, steal her faux crocodile skin bag. <laughs> they didn't tell anybody. They're not using that as an anecdote at parties. You should have right. seen this teeny little blonde girl that saved us from the mugging. I'm sure the husband probably doesn't like that story being told. No. <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. But basically, a child saved our lives. Basically. <laughs> she looks super cute, though. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I'm digging the braids. The I like the little pigtails. I don't like the like the barrette in the back of it. I, I don't know. <laughs> seems a little off to me. But, but the pigtails are cute. And yeah. You know, she's not overly dressed this time. Right. But Spike wants, you know, he wants to canoodle. <laughs> Let's talk it out, Buffy. <laughs> twice. Come on. What does it all mean? Well, I mean, and if you want to get technical, that is not the only time they have kissed. They kissed a whole oh, bunch right. back in something blue. Right. Exactly. And then she planted a very chaste but sweet smooch on him in intervention. After right. she found out about the doll. Right. So y'all have kissed quite a bit. Yeah, exactly. Just own up to it. And, but she's not. She's uh-uh. she's really, really bent bound and determined to forget about it. And she wants Spike to forget about it. I mean, he's like, nope. And then he tries the there's no one else for you argument. That's like, you know, not not in the simple fact, not like, you know, I'm the one that's best suited for you. It's more like, hey, you got nothing else going on. Why not? Right. <laughs> Why not kick it with me? And it's like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't really help your cause. No, that's not how this really works. <laughs> oh, and then poor Willow, like, she's all sad. She's, she's super glum. Is this but, when she does the creepy thing with the dress? I don't think so. Or is no, that later? No, that's that's later. Yeah. <sighs> That's after like she has reached she hits rock bottom I think. Now um, see this this concerns me a little because she is just you know talking to Amy and she's like you know if there was any way I knew how to Eureka, right? So it's been like what three years? Yeah, three years. And, and like I feel like she just forgot about her. She just didn't like it. It should have come to her much sooner than a, a long time ago because it's like I feel like she just liked having a pet. <laughs> just didn't try very hard and if i was amy after spending the day that they have together like the after you know they when they go kick it with our throwing magic around town i would still be a little pissed about you know why'd you wait so long because years you you, come (laughs) i I see you got mega powers (laughs) yeah and all you had to do was say reveal right and you found the right spell to turn me back I would love to see like a cut scene of some demon whose spell that was that was like, what the fuck? Where'd my spell go? <laughs> right. Like you're just in the middle of like, they've got all their candles and yeah. like, <laughs> offerings and everything. And they've got the paper in their hand and then just, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> That's been so funny. <laughs> and Amy is, you know, she manages, she says the spell, she says the words, does the thing. And Amy 
there she is, naked as a jaybird on the bed, just kind of freaked out. Her hair is much longer. She screams. Just lets out the scream. As she should. I don't know if her hair would have been longer. I know. It, <laughs> it makes no sense. It makes none sense. Because, I mean, the the rat's hair. Was, okay, sure. Right. <sighs> Although, <laughs> think of a big old shaggy rat with, like, hair that long. Just like uh, a big old... Gross. Gross, no. gross, gross. So the trio is now breaking into Sunnydale Museum. Um, Andrew didn't get the memo and he's going all Tom Cruise Mission Impossible on the whole thing. <laughs> yep. And they make fun of him for it. But my question is who hooked all that shit up and lowered him down? Right. How long is it like did he just did you all just walk in there and then he just kind of like <laughs> Right. Just like, threw it up there threw now? it up there and and then like lowered himself or put himself up and then lowered himself down. Right. So he could do it. <laughs> I do love that they make him spin so many times. It's kind of funny. <laughs> These guys are a breath of fresh air. Yeah. They're incompetent, <laughs> but only in their social aspect. Right. Like they know what they're doing. They come to the museum to steal this diamond, which for, they have bigger purposes for, but they've got like the little glass melter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it turns out they have a freeze ray gun. too. Yeah. they paid. I do like when Warren is the one that's going to cut the milky thing to get the diamond. And, you know, they're like, well, why does he get to do it? (laughs) Andrew wants to know why he gets to do it. And Jonathan's like, because you're still afraid of hot things. (laughs) (laughs) And the tank kept tipping me over. Tipping both of us over. And I think he's allergic to um, something. (laughs) Mm. But like they're, you know, above all else, they're brilliant but they're also still nerds. <laughs> right. Exactly. So they get the diamond and <laughs> I like how uh, Warren makes a comment about, you know, security here is a guy named Rusty. <laughs> and then Rusty pops up. Yep. He's like, what are you guys doing? And basically they freeze poor Rusty, the security yeah. guard. <laughs> it's our first glimpse of how dangerous Warren is because he took a yeah. little too much glee Oh my god! And you know, I mean, the whole get the freeze ray, right? Like, Rusty, you're so stupid. <laughs> but then when he's going through his, you know, Disney's Hall of Presidents, not boring, <laughs> you know. But what I'm saying is goodbye. And I was yeah. like, villain, villain. Yeah. And then he blows a little kiss to him. Uh huh. And then also Creepy not to mention, like- right? And not to mention, like once he's frozen, Andrew's like, you know, they're Andrew and Jonathan are like, you know, is he going to be okay? They're a little concerned about him, and Warren just kind of like, meh. He's just kind of like Doesn't blows care. it off. I was like, yeah, he'll be fine. Whatever. Like if you know he, he does, he, if he lives, he lives. Like I'm pretty sure that's the monologue, the internal. Yep. Monologue going into Warren's brain is that you know I don't give a shit, uh, but I need to tell these boys that he'll be fine, so they'll right. just keep going, so they'll keep following me. And Andrew's like, "Is he? Is he going to tell on us?" <laughs> <laughs> and Jonathan's like, "I don't care, ow!" Because his entire arm has frozen over. He's like, "Yeah, it worked, but look at these side effects." Can we please go back to the lair? <laughs> Amy and Willow. Are you know she's kind of given her the the update on what's been going on, but before that, Amy's just like it'll be fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. I can still go to prom. I can still right. do graduation. I can do this. I can do Poor that. Thing. She has no sense of how much time was lost. Nope, none at all. Which is oh, I'd be even more mad. Right, and Willow has to break it to her. She's like, 
love the fact she's like, oh, I still have like promise in like a week. I think Larry will. I think I should go with Larry. Will make such a splash. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. And Willow's like, oh, and and Amy thinks the biggest problem is, did he ask someone else already? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No, that's not it. A couple things we need to talk about. (laughs) Number one. Larry's gay. (laughs) Number two, Larry's dead. (laughs) And number three, high school's kind of over. And it's at that point that Amy's like, wait a minute, how long was I in the cage? I don't want to say. Yeah, you're just going to get mad. (laughs) I don't think so. I'm going to be real angry about it. Yep. And then she more forcefully is like, how long? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, I'll tell you. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then Buffy comes home and she goes upstairs to check on Willow, you know, because Misery loves company and they're both very unhappy right now. Yes. Buffy comes very close to confessing to Willow. Yes, she does. Very close. And I'm assuming she's going to tell her all about her kissing games with Spike. Mm -hmm. But then Amy shows up and she gets a little sidetracked. (laughs) It's so funny. Every time Amy comes in at first, it's just hilarious because she's still trying to understand. (laughs) Right. You know, a big rat, a big snake. He was a big snake. And she's got this this look on her face like, she says like, there's still like, I guess, kind of rat like answers to things. Yeah. The way she's yeah. talking about stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Amy, or Buffy, when she hears, like, someone coming, she incorrectly assumes that it's Tara. And she is just floored when she sees Amy. <laughs> and she asks Amy how she's doing. I love this little back and forth between them with, you know, how are you? And she was like, rat, how are you? How have you been? Dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's like, oh. <laughs> And then she wants cookies. <laughs> anything, she doesn't care what kind of cookies as long as they don't have anything to do with cheese. Which, got it. So Buffy does not manage because of Amy and everything. Buffy doesn't tell Willow the truth about what's going on with Spike. She goes on downstairs and Amy's got her cookies. And she's still trying to adjust everything. She's catching up on all the latest about, you know, Blue Gatorade and what happened to Tom and Nicole. <laughs> Which I feel is not this time for him. Like, I feel like that happened way before 2001, but maybe, I don't know, it was a long time ago. I mean, I'm sure it happened before that. Maybe it happened, you know, while she was a rat. While she was a rat. And she's just now figuring out because maybe she just saw a thing about Tom and Katie Holmes were married at that yeah. point, maybe. Like, what? Or what maybe channel are you watching? <laughs> or maybe Tom and Penelope Cruz were dating in 2001. <laughs> Which that I always might, found that's a, weird. That it was weird. She <laughs> she glammed up though with Mr. Yeah. Bud. Yeah, definitely. Um, now there's an interesting little piece here while Amy's watching TV. If you listen in the background, you'll hear a television commercial for Double Meat Palace. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> And they're talking about, like, though it's, you know, ooh, it's just it's the weirdest <laughs> little commercial. Just go back and check That's it out. Cool. It's kind of funny. And I then like they that. see a news report because Amy makes a mention about people getting frozen. And, you know, the whole time, you know, she's the one that told her about, she told Amy about the blue Gatorade and she's cool with the update. But then when she hears frozen, she's like, wait a minute, what? Somebody was frozen? Right, it perks her ears up. And so she sees it on TV. She goes to the crime scene. 
And Spike shows up to the crime scene as well. I love the way she makes her way to the front of the crowd because she can't see (laughs) in the back. So she just keeps moving through the crowd. And why is Spike there? (laughs) I've been wondering, like, was he just lurking about? Like, one of three things has happened. He was also at home and saw the news report, decided to go out. Two, he was just lurking about and and happened upon it. Or three, he was following Buffy. Uh Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) It could have been any and all of those things combined. Right. So he's still trying to talk about, you know, he's lightweight. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm concerned about what happened to the poor security guard, blah, blah, blah. But I also want to talk about these kisses. Mm-hmm. What about us? What about us? And she's and Buffy, for a hot second, she does apologize for doing it, for leading him on. But, <laughs> and this is a funny thing, but you know, when I kissed you that last time, I was thinking about Giles. <laughs> And Spike is like, you know, I always wondered about you too. His face is so he's so disgusted. Right. He's like, you know what? I had my suspicions. I right. thought so. I thought so. And then it dawns on her what she's what he's talking about, and she makes like spoiled milk face, like, you no. What I meant was I was really sad and I was like basically down in the gutter, and that's you were where I met you. Right. <laughs> Right. And he makes a point of saying, like, did it work? <laughs> did you convince yourself? <laughs> and I love that she gets this look on her face like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> and then but she starts thing- to get insulting. Yep. She gets mad and things get a little heated and he starts she punches to- him. <laughs> right. She call- t- calls him a thing several times. You're not a man. Mm-hmm. You're disgusting. Blah, blah, blah. She punches him. And I'm assuming as a reflex, he punches her back. Yep. And then he finds out, like, his chip is not activated. Yep. Remember his chip, guys? Remember about Spike being, quote, unquote, neutered? Dun, dun, dun. When he hits her, when he hits a human, Buffy, his chip does not go off. No. Nope. He, he, she punches, he, he fakes it. He realizes what's happening, and then he fakes it. And then she punches him one more time and then calls him a few more things and dead things and blah, 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 names and storms off. And then we get one of the most glorious screen caps. Glorious. <laughs> His skin is perfection. It's lit perfectly. Those blue eyes are just screaming at you. It is glorious. Ugh. I'm sure that was like my desktop background for right, right. after this. Like, I know we probably went my on first whole... little iPad probably right. had a, you know, those skins you could buy. Right. <laughs> I probably made one. I remember all the time that we spent making those desktop I know wallpapers and screens and all that stuff. Uh, now I just let other people do it. Right. But Spike uh, decides, oh, the chip's not working. I can eat people! <laughs> Yay! And he's back on the prowl. He goes off and into town and corners some poor woman in an alleyway. And then Instead of attacking her right away, he's either he he starts to have a little therapy session. He does. <laughs> he's like talking himself into it. Right. <laughs> I think our spiky went and got good and didn't realize it. Yeah. It's like it's like a, a smoker who has quit smoking mm-hmm. and have and have gone like a considerable amount of time doing so. And then there, there comes a point where there's no one watching and blah 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 then that cigarette is presented to them right 
and like all of the everything seems to be right. You know, they've had a couple drinks, everything feels all right, blah blah blah. They take that drag and it's like, ah, bleh. oh my mm-hmm. god, <laughs> this is awful. Yep. Except his chip activates, and he's like, the fuck? Yes, he's just like, what in the heck? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I'm going to have to go reevaluate some things. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. So he adds two plus two. He goes to zone. Okay. I need some help with this. Yep. And in the meantime, we get what is truly a lot of shake. <laughs> Don and Tara are out for what seems like a divorced parent's day out. Exactly. It's the whole, you know, you know, I left your willow and not you, right, Don? Yeah. Like, that's what this day is. <laughs> And in, in all good conscience consciousness, I don't think she should let Dawn drink all that shake. She should have maybe split it with her. That yeah. is an unhuman amount of shake. It's way too much dairy that's happening. And it's way sugar. too much. <laughs> and, For and a girl and wa- girls digestive tract to handle. Right. And to wash down the raisin that she quoted. It's like, Dawn, you're gonna have some unpleasant poops tonight. Yep. It's, um <laughs> she does say, Please promise me you'll eat something green tonight. <laughs> uh not gonna happen no because no one cares about dawn you're no. lucky this is probably the only time she ate today <laughs> because probably. no one even remembers to check in on dawn right nobody's like willow is all about amy right now and buffy's all about spike or avoiding spike and then mm-hmm. no one like is this is today a school day is this is it right a weekend, is it a weekend? Like, <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you in school what time is this and you went to a movie so you've been out for a few hours right so back at the magic shop, we're talking about the gang is together, minus Tara and Dawn. It's just, you know, the original Scoobies and Anya. Minus Giles. And they're talking about, you know, all of the things that are going on in the town. And how there was the break-in at the museum, and Willow busts out the most ancient-looking laptop. It's adorable. <laughs> it's so cute and little and big. Big and little at the same time. Like it's tiny this way, like in shape, but it's fat. Yeah, it's super thick. (laughs) And it says it's an iBook, but I don't remember them looking like that. It must have been a prototype. Yeah. And so the gang is like thrilled that she's going back to her old hackery ways. She's going to look in and see what's going on. And all of a sudden, some shit happens. Right. She decides to cross hacking with magic (laughs) and she doesn't type anything. She's just. Looking, she has gotten into the police computer database and is scanning mentally and magically through their files about what's going on. And they're all, everybody's very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable, but only one person will actually say anything, and that's Anya. Guess who? Yes, Anya. <laughs> because if Xander and Buffy were really her friend, they would have expressed their concerns, which they do eventually do, but in the most passive aggressive way. Right. Where Anya is just like, Oh, for fuck's sake, this is weird. What you're doing is weird. <laughs> and Willow doesn't listen at all. It it makes no impact on her whatsoever. No, and she, like, chalks it all, her, she chalks Tara's leaving up to, like, oh, we just saw, had a difference of opinion in things, and it wasn't just one thing, it was a bunch of things, and now we just need some time apart, and so we can figure it out, blah, blah, blah. That's, no. No. <clears throat> You've got it all wrong, dear. Mm-mm. But they're just discussing all the different things. And, you know, Willow has calmed them down. She's like, let's just keep working on this. I'm going to go home. I don't want to leave Amy alone too long. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because they're basically afraid she's going to like shit in the corner or something. Like she's a rat, but she, I mean, she's a human. She remembers toilets. Yeah. Like she's not just going to go take a shit in your corner. Exactly. And plus, if that were going to happen as a reflex, she'd be shitting her pants. Before. Right. You know, like, it wouldn't just go directly into the, on onto the floor. the floor. You'd have a much bigger mess on your hands. Right. And if you even thought that was a possibility, you probably shouldn't have left her alone. Exactly. But our nerds are gazing lovingly at this diamond that they've stolen when Spike happens upon our trio. <laughs> and he's like, and I'm assuming aside from Willow, these are the only nerds that he knows. Anybody that's nobody's capable. Nobody else is capable of knowing what's going on in his head. So he's like, basically from Jump Street. I need you to examine my chip. And they're like, uh, is that British slang? Yeah. <laughs> is that British slang for something? <laughs> I love the way he just looks at him like, for, no. <laughs> he makes so many pop culture references in this scene. Right. Now, what is holodeck? Like, I had the to- holodeck is Star Trek. It's the place they would go in and it was huge. You could set it to be anything you wanted. So the fact that he's like, you can play holodeck later. Which I'm surprised that he knew that reference. Yeah. But I guess Star Trek's been on for a long time. So maybe he's just been <laughs> like, there've been like 75 iterations of Star Trek and I'm sure maybe Spike <laughs> was into it. But instead he goes for the most precious thing in the room to them. And that's their limited edition mint 1979 Boba Fett figurine. And I appreciate that there's like a level of nerddom on Spike where first mm-hmm. of all, he was able to make the holodeck reference. Second, he knew that the Boba Fett thing would get them. Like, he didn't know who it was. He had to read off the thing. Mr. Fett uh-huh. gets it. Mr. Fett. <laughs> <laughs> but he does <laughs> understand that it's of importance to these boys. And yeah. that's when they start taking him seriously. <laughs> and he was like, you don't want to hurt the Fett. There's no coming back from that. <laughs> <laughs> but they have a little powwow. <laughs> And they're like, hey, you know, maybe we'll go ahead and he can we can get Spike on our side. Like, can we trust him? He's like, no, you know, we'll make an ally. He can help keep Buffy off our backs and maybe we can keep her out of phase two or whatever. And they're thinking, okay, cool. We'll do this whole thing. We'll make a trade. And they go back. Warren's like, all right, fine. I'll look at your chip. But you scratch. I scratch your back. You scratch. (laughs) Spike's like, I'm not scratching your anything. This is what's (laughs) happening. Like, you do it because I tell you to do it. (laughs) And they're like, okay, okay. (laughs) <laughs> and he throws the figurine to Andrews. He's so cute. He's just, it's fine. It's fine. You'll be fine. Which the interesting little side note on that is that, you know, some people may have said, but Boba Fett wasn't, you know, didn't come out until Empire Strikes Back. How could they have a figurine from 1979 when that movie didn't come out till the 80s? Well, nerd fact, Fett actually originally originated in the holiday special in 1978. And everyone hates the holiday special. You can't get it. I mean, you can get it on YouTube. People have it. But it was a massive disappointment. But there was a limited edition Fett figurine released in 79 based off of that that holiday special. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, I would just figure that, you know, it was just part of the lore anyway. Just part of, I'm sure that, like, we all know that. It didn't start necessarily with Empire and all. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Even, you know what? I'm not even. It's all out of order. It's like Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah. It's not my. This isn't my ministry. <laughs> 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 I'm not even going to pretend. I'm, I'm just going to stay out of it. 
you know what? Close that door. Close that door and walk away. Cancel. The... Right. Don't don't at me. I don't. <laughs> you can at me. I will get at you. Yeah, Come for exactly. me. Yeah, Marcella. She's the one. She'll, she'll get you. <laughs> That Willow goes back home and she's checking on Amy and Amy wants to go out. Amy's tired of being home. She says, you know, it's early and you don't want to, you know, you don't want to go to bed just yet. Right. It's so early. Peer pressure, peer pressure. Let's go out. Right. Or do you want to, are you more comfortable staying at home again? Like high school on Friday night. Well, yeah. everyone else. Like, nah, right. Dig that little knife in Willow's side a little more. Right. Someone does ask her at some point if she wants to see her dad. And she's like, well, not yet. Right. And she's like, I wish I could get him to, I wish I was a way to, I could make him forget the last three years. And Will is like, oh, I can help you with that. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I am real good at that. Damn I can Will. make you forget the past, too, if you want. <laughs> Which maybe you should have helped yeah. her forget. Maybe you should have done that immediately. So, <laughs> like, my favorite part, one of my favorite parts of this episode, where they're Spike is waiting in the waiting room with Andrew and Jonathan, basically, as Warren goes over his readings of Spike's chip. <laughs> and Andrew starts to have a little uncomfortable <laughs> conversation yes. with them. Like, this is real uh, lightweight, like, small talk. And he's like, so you're English, right? <laughs> and Spike's like, yeah. He's like, I've seen every episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> and not Red Dwarf knows, because they're not on DVD. <laughs> to go on and Spike just interrupts like Warren! (laughs) (laughs) Which, what exactly did Warren do? Like, this is a multi-million dollar government project. Right. Spike's head. So I'm assuming it's got some firewalls and it's not as easy as just zip, zip, let's unscrew these screws on the back of your head and let me plug into your brain. Like, how did you even access the chip Right. Like, shouldn't he have, like, a little bandage on the back of his head? Like, like, him not even, yeah, noticing what, him not knowing what the chip does because Spike didn't tell him what the whole thing is. And, like, it looks like, and this reader that he has, it looks like he fashioned that himself. It doesn't look like it's something that he purchased at a store. Right. I, I do like how he's just like, I don't know what that does, but I want to. Right. And like, you can tell he wants to let and Spike's just like, fuck off, stop, get, get away from me. Right. So what I, from what I can see here, there's only like a couple cords and they're all to suction cups on Spike, <laughs> on Spike's head. <coughs> that doesn't work. That's not how any of that works. <coughs> it's on Spike's it's just not how. Right. It's more like an EKG machine. Yeah. It's just, it's the weirdest, it's not, it's not science equipment. Let's just say it's not science equipment. Yeah, it's all very, very bargain basement. (laughs) Very, like Radio Shack at the height of the 90s when you could actually get shit there and it wasn't just RC toys and phones. (laughs) Exactly. So then did, who's clothes? I'm just wondering. Well, before the bronze, uh, Tara takes Don home, and there's no one there. Typical. And thankfully, (laughs) Tara is a responsible adult, and she's like, well, I just can't leave you. I'll just hang out with you for a bit. Exactly. Which I guarantee nobody else on this crew would have done. No. And actually, Tara hasn't done it in the past, (laughs) because Don has been left alone. But now you're worried about her? (laughs) 
<laughs> thankfully she is and she does she stays with her and how cute is it when like dawn puts her head on because dawn is thrilled yeah that terrace decided to stay it's like awesome we can hang out mm-hmm. and, and actually i guess like dawn feeds it a little because she's like yeah you know, so it's been getting darker much <laughs> earlier these days. You know, there's a lot of demons out there. <laughs> she plays it up a little. She does. <clears throat> but and, it's cute. You know, rightfully so, because she needs supervision. Mm-hmm. And they be- do. That little scene with them on the couch, they look like sisters. Yeah. They look more like sisters than her and Buffy. Yeah, absolutely. And they look closer than her and Buffy. Uh-huh. But back over, we're over at the bronze, and I don't know where Amy got her clothes. They don't look like clothes Willow has worn in the past, so I'm going to take sure. a leap. <laughs> I don't know where Willow got her clothes. That, too. Because, again, <laughs> she's showing more skin than Willow normally does. Right. And... Oh, maybe it was just pulled a spell. Like well, like, hey, yep. Maybe she just... got her clothes from fashion or they raided Buffy's closet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're already freeloading. Why not take her clothes too? But yeah. how come they're openly using magic to play pool in no public? Yeah, no idea. Like they don't even care anymore. No. So and how gonna... come no one notices? Nobody gives a shit. I don't know. And these two fuck boys come up <laughs> they're so gross they are disgusting and there's there's a lot wrong with this scene a lot mm-hmm. wrong with this scene you know when you watch it with today's eyes you're like Ooh, yeah I'm gonna... date rape date rape yep yep rape. and there's a little bit of me too going on with the woman that amy just enchants right to <laughs> So these two dudes roll up on them and they're like, hey, want to dance? And Amy's all about it. Willow's like, that's not my thing. And Will and uh, Amy's like, oh, I can fix that for you. And then she just gets some woman across the room and just like be all into her all of a sudden. And Willow, <clears throat> surprisingly, denies it. <laughs> She's like, no, please sure. don't. No, 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 <laughs> no. Which, which is funny because the woman's name is Brie. And the Buffy Wiki makes a connection between her name being a type of cheese, and that's the person that Amy picked. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> but Amy wants some dick. That's what she wants. She wants some dick. She's not shy about it. No. Doesn't care. It's been a long time for Amy. And so finally, so she goes off and dances with these boys, both of them. Who call Willow Ellen, first of all. So Which, Yeah. Like, okay. That's like that should have been enough. Like Amy just doesn't care. She doesn't. She's not a good friend. No. <clears throat> but she, you know, she dances with them a little. She comes back. She, you know, has a drink. And at least when they are mean to Willow, Amy's like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they get a little more aggressive. They're like, come on, we're having such a good time. Let's go back. Let's dance. They try to pull her. Yeah. And it's like, you, you are messing with the wrong two women. Yeah. Let me tell you. And then this kicks off an entire night of just magical magic. Yes. <laughs> they turn they put the boys in their underwear in cages and make them dance. <laughs> they change almost everything at the bronze. They change the band. They change they made one dude really short and one dude really tall. It's like giving a toddler like a arts and crafts kit 
and a bunch of dolls and just freedom to go. It's like, yes, just do whatever, man. (laughs) And like all of that. So this is where the episode starts to take like a lot of different threads are going back and forth because you've got that going on at the bronze. You've got Willow or you've got Xander and Anya and Buffy at the magic box still researching this damn diamond. Like Xander's like researching in a Dungeons and Dragon manual. Like (laughs) thinking it's a real book. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I like that they come up with the they're like, you know, all this stuff that's going on seems a bit lame. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, it really does. And then Spike calls. He calls on the phone. He calls on the phone. And Buffy makes a note of it. Why are you calling me on the phone? <laughs> Which, it's very rare. I think I can count the times in this entire series that any uh-huh. of them have called each other on the phone. Uh-huh. It's so fu- It's And, I mean, back then, like, people, you know, had pagers and beepers and cell phones were for the rich. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, they were huge. And they were huge. So... He used a payphone, I think. <laughs> so number one, Spike had to find a payphone. Right. He number had two, he had to have change. He Did he change. beat somebody up for change? Hey, I need 35 cents to make a phone call. <laughs> and then just scare them. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That should be a cutscene in a comic. Excuse me, mate. I just need 35, 35p. Can I get 35p? <laughs> I swear I'll pay you back. <laughs> but like the way James Marsters can just ooze charm and sexuality, like when he answered when she answers the phone and he's just like Slayer. Like meet me at the cemetery. Huh? And it looks like for a hot second, like Buffy's like, why are my pants so moist all the time? Right. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, it's not being confused. You know who it is. And she's right. like, who? And he's like, oh, bloody hell, it's me. <laughs> I go, who, are you? who do you think it is? <laughs> who has a British accent and calls you Slayer? Right? You don't know this man's voice by now. Anyway. Angel, out for a good time. Just pulling right. a prank. <laughs> so one of the things that I always like to note, or that we notice when like in James Marsters or in Spike's wardrobe, like when things happen, when things like when his wardrobe changes from Uh just the regular old black on black tee and jeans and his jacket, his leather coat, there's always something extraordinary is about to happen or he's going going through some really different uh, mental, he's going through a lot of mental energies at the moment. Right, exactly. (laughs) He's trying to work some stuff out. So what you first know, what I first notice while he's on the phone, on this payphone, with his ar- one arm is like leaning up against the payphone. Dude's wearing jewelry. Excuse yes. me, fuck out of me. Excuse me. Where did you get a herringbone gold bracelet? <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't there earlier. Girl in the alley. He right. got or the girl. Like, whoever he got thirty-five cents from, they uh-huh. also had this bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. And can you see him like putting it on, like right. <laughs> clasping the clasp? <laughs> yep, that looks good. Asking for someone's help to class the class. Oh, and it's so big. It's the so necklace big. is so big. But then he also has different clothes on. Right. He's wearing a blue button down. Mm-hmm. And a black wife beater. So Spike 
or Buffy decides. Well, no, she actually she decides not to go meet up with Spike. Yeah, she's just and, going home. But he does not take that well. He shows up. Yo, you stood me up, girl. Hey. Well, that's because I think he used the payphone that's like right outside the magic box. <laughs> So I think he was like waiting anyway. And when they all came out, he probably ran around the corner and watched and then decided to come out and start some shit. Yes. Which he does. Quickly. Because he's mad. He's mad that she's not giving him the time of day. And so, you know, after a little bit of back and forth, he punches her again. She, I think she punches him first because he won't let her go. And then he punches her back. And he doesn't pretend this time. I also like to point out that I do enjoy. I like Buffy's skirt. Her, I like her. I do like her skirt this too. One. Like everything about her right now in this mm-hmm. in this scene. Like her hair is even super cute. Like I really, mm-hmm. I'm really digging this outfit. This is like top Buffy for me. This is when yeah. I thought she, you know she had it all. She was firing on all cylinders. Right. <laughs> and I love that he's just like, oh, 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 the pain. <laughs> is gone and the look on her face is just like oh uh oh what do you mean the pain's gone she's like oh snap like this is like now i'm in for it now i know it's gotten to a point now it's like i'm going to have to kill this dude right and i do have a slight problem with you know for someone who says that he loves buffy you take great pleasure in this scene and kicking the shit out of her but I you guess it- vary from throwing her around, punching her in the face. At one point, I think he open hand slapped her. Yeah. It's a very brutal scene. It is. And it's also, it's just that mentality of, for one, just like any other fuckboy who would be like, you know, if I can't have you, you know, I love you so much, but like, watch me punch you in the mouth. Like, if I can't yeah. have you, and nobody can. And yeah. also, Spike, vampire, still a vampire. And so he still kind of gets off on this whole physical physical violence thing, I'm sure, because you could see it like with every punch. He's like, ah, you know, yep. it's it's either it's either sexual or it's also like mental because he feels like, all right, now I'm a bad man. I'm a bad boy again. I can do this. Yeah. And let's not get it twisted. Buffy is not fighting for her life here. This is Buffy at five percent. Right. She's not really putting a lot of effort. I mean, she's given as much as she's getting, but not really. You can but tell she's holding back. Right. But it's also because I think because because they're having a conversation between punches also, or mm-hmm. at least he's he's telling her stuff. He's like, you know what? Turns out something's wrong with you. Like, no, it's like she's like, what's wrong with the trip? He's like, nope, it's you. You came back wrong. Cause like, cause yeah. it was just you. Oh, that jump. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you. It was on you. Just girl. you, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just stunned. Like, what do you wait? Wait, what do you mean? It's just me. Wait, wait. Does that mean that I'm a demon? Am I? And you can see the calculations like going in her head and she gets punched again. Like right. she's dealing with a lot of emotions exactly but as happens with buffy time and time again when she fights spike he forgets the more you insult her the more you piss her off right the stronger she gets right she's starting to like she went she just won't take anymore she keeps saying you're wrong i'm not you know he's like Mm -hmm. you're a little less human than you were she's like you're wrong and so she gets she gets furious furious at this point and starts to snatch him up and things get my god and she's like me i messed up what about you you're goes in you know hard (laughs) and he's like i'm in love with you and she's like ah you're in love with pain right yeah and they just have this back and forth and back and forth and their insults and are flying the house (laughs) 
has started to crumble around them. She is throwing him around. They're throwing each other around so much and throwing so many punches that like, he's swinging on chandelier. Like this house is abandoned to begin with yeah. and already like standing on its with one one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. And so it's not it's just ugh, everything is rotten. And so mm-hmm. he's they're being thrown into staircases and banisters and he calls her a lost little girl and she's like, um, bitch, I'm lost. Right? <laughs> It's there so much. And then they keep like the tension is so high. And then we cut back to the bronze with Amy and Willow. And I'm like, can we go back? Please. Can we? I don't care about what they're doing. What they're doing is weird. Can we just go back to (laughs) it's all well and good. Fine. Whatever. What are Buffy and Spike doing? Right. And, and then eventually start, they she you starts know. to go on and not like she's go, getting in on it, but she's like what's going on. She's like, you know, your one job is to kill the slayer. But yet, you know, all you could do is follow me around and let puppy dog eyes at me and you yeah. are you're in love with me. Like you uh-huh. are shit. You are nothing. Like you are less than nothing. And stupid Amy and Willow, you know, they're kind of bored. <laughs> like right. they've turned the bronze into a sideshow and they're bored <laughs> so willow's just like man this is played out and she just uh, reverses everything mm-hmm. and amy tells her that you know there's this place she knows where you know they can go and it's a lot better because i guess you can only use so much magic in one night before you, you burn to- out yeah you start to feel a little drained okay that okay seems- feels convenient but sure we've never talked about that before ever but no. sure mm-hmm. okay can we get back to Buffy and Spike, please? <laughs> and oh boy, do we. This house is crumbling. Everything is crumbling. There's so much pain, so much hurt. There's so many, like, it's, there's all this, again, like mental and physical and just verbal abuse happening. <laughs> between it's all bad on, on all sides. Neither of them, like, none of this is good. No, not at you all. Know, none of it is healthy. No, you know. for, for either one of them. And finally, you know, Buffy gives the end like she has a i don't know she just loses her damn mind for a second and she goes in and she kisses spike she yep. attacks him because he's about he's he's about to say something like like you're what do afraid you think i'm gonna do i'm just gonna yeah and, and she's, she's on him at like hard and it's hard still, and it's still there's it's still pretty violent this mm-hmm. attack of the kiss the kissing and the kissing is uh, kissing and pushing and kissing and pushing and <laughs> Finally, she hops up on him. Yep. We hear a zipper. Not only do we hear the zipper, in closed captioning, it it also is like, zipper, unzipper, unzipping. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's some up and down movements. Yes, this house is still crumbling behind him. Like, you see the moment where she, you see it in Spike's face, the moment when she mounts him. Yep. (laughs) And he's just like, holy shit. This disbelief, like, this is really happening, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and there's a tiny bit that I always think about that he's like, I can't wait to rub this in Angel's face. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> right? I may have to call him right away. <laughs> <laughs> like, do I still have the 35? Do I have another, some more change? Right? And they're both looking at each other, just like, uh, and there's, and then grunting and writhing and... Yep. Shit gets real, and they collapse through the floor and into the sec- the bottom, like the basement, I guess. Right, and there is some very cleverly placed CGI smoke or dust <laughs> as Buffy starts to ride <laughs> Spike, nice. and then it's over, and that's it. 
and we're all like, huh. Exactly. The fans are left with a uh, shudder gasp. Yeah. What? what? You, I mean, it's one thing to walk away from a couple of kisses under spells right? and all that stuff, but what? How do we, how do we, what? So <laughs> what I think it's it the, the Buffy wiki is the one that pointed out that, uh, and they make a good point that um, back in season three, Faith made a comment about something about, you know, slang makes you hungry and horny. <laughs> and that was a really intense fight. It was. <laughs> and it looked like Buffy was just like, lady boner. <laughs> uh, it's time to get it in. Let's yep. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> like literally. Literally and figuratively. Uh-huh. <laughs> and oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy. So much to unpack in the next episode. But... Oh, God. So my song this week is actually... So there are two bands that play at the Bronze, Virgil and Halo Friendlies. So Virgil is the first band playing at the Bronze, and they're like a dude band, your typical mm-hmm. dude, aggressive rock kind of... <laughs> Blink-182. Yes. And Willow changes them into the alt-rock group, Halo Friendlies, that is all women. Right. And I actually love that song, Runaway. So that's my yeah. song of the week. Okay. Nice. I only, like, aside from, like, I mean, the stuff, the the barbs that Buffy and Spike were tra- trading back and forth, not so much. Burns is, like, just really personal insult that mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you really hurt. That 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 hurt. That cut. That, that cut deep. Yeah. So, but yeah. The, one I, the one that I did come up with was Warren when they're all, like, gazing at the diamond. He's like, hey, it turns out size is everything. And then he turns to Jonathan and is like, no offense. <laughs> That's, the only other one I was thinking of is when they're breaking into the uh, museum and he's like, <laughs> is he going to tell on us? And I think Warren's like, what's he going to tell them that two guys in a mime broke into the museum? <laughs> you can see that hurt John, or Andrew's feelings. Like, it hurt him to the core because <laughs> he had carefully picked out that outfit. <laughs> right. He thought he was really working that beret. He really did. He loved it so much. <laughs> so both of our burns are by Warren this week. Warren is right. throwing out some barbs. Right. Nobody died, though. Which, okay. Good on you, Rusty. Way to go. Because <laughs> during one of the newscasts, it does say that they're thawing him out. And right. that it took three hair dryers, I think they said. Come on, you're a hospital. You don't have a bigger heater right. than exactly. three hair dryers. Like, I don't know. I guess we just get hair dryers. Like, we don't... <laughs> <laughs> It's insane. Once again, this barely passes the Bechdel test. Uh, Barely. Amy and Willow (laughs) having their conversation. But I don't know. Maybe them all talking. Maybe Tara and Tara and Dawn. Yeah. And then all of the... Actually, no, this isn't a barely. And also the the gang talking to Willow about Tara and why she left and all that stuff. So... Yeah. All right. We'll give it a... We'll give it a pass. All right. All right. Uh, random trivia, Elizabeth Ann Allen, Amy, claims that she was deratted after because fans wrote to Joss that the lifespan of a rat is three years. <laughs> <laughs> that's <is> hilarious. <laughs> that's awesome. Much appreciated, guys. We're right? doing the homework and the work. <laughs> right? Which, it's funny because in Harry Potter, Ron has a rat. Mm-hmm. 
And he's had that rat a real, like that rat has been passed down to people in his family time and time again, really? 12 years. Hmm. And I think someone even says curiously long lifespan for a rat. Right. And you right. find out later on in the series that that rat is actually a person who transformed themselves into a rat. Interesting. Like if you guys had just done the research, you'd have found out rats <laughs> only live three years. Right. I had like no Buffy I fans. Didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that whatsoever. Yeah. Um, you learn new stuff every day. Very random. Mm-hmm. The moral of this tale, there are many forms of addiction. Yeah. Whew. Just in this episode. Right. <laughs> Seriously. There's a lot of abuse happening in this entire mm-hmm. episode. And I think it kicks off uh, a little bit of Buffy might have a little bit of a sex addiction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm that mm-hmm. no one really talks about. This is true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> scary stuff all right so tell us your thoughts on smashed you can send us a, an mp3 file less than two minutes uh, to revisiting sunnydale at gmail.com next week we get to wrecked which is yikes i it's love a little, it it's a little, i mean it's great it's a great episode but it's a little icky at times there's and... a lot of nudity <laughs> there's so a much. lot so spike much. brought the sock out a lot <laughs> right in this episode like... I feel like it gets presented. It gets presented to him like on a golden mm-hmm. hanger at the beginning of mm-hmm. shooting. Yep, 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 yep. I like it. Mm. So as I said before, I am still on the Twitter's Twitter sphere at um, like the show is at Back to Sunnydale, and you can follow me, Camila, at the underscore rugged angel, and me, Marcel, at M Sphere seven three three eight. All right. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.